Okay, so uh, welcome to the Language Lab with Dave. Today I'm going to go through a slideshow that I'm going to be sharing with faculty at uh, at my school. And this covers a lot, so this is going to be sort of my practice as well as something that I can uh, share out in other ways and to other people. So um, I'm calling this Language and Vocabulary. Uh, so the intent of the presentation, we'll just get into it. So what are our objectives here? We're going to explore the nature of language. We're going to ask questions about why schools, public schools in particular, have a focus on language development. And we're going to review various vocabulary development techniques. And when you see these little uh, pictures down here at the bottom like this, this is going to indicate uh, which language domain you need to be engaging in while you're on that slide. So I'm just putting this in just to help teachers be aware of you can use visuals to help cue students into knowing what they need to be doing during this part of the lesson. So um, the only one I don't have in here, which you'll see later, is writing. But we've got reading, speaking, listening, and of course we have writing. So let's get on with it. And so we're also going to discuss how we understand language and vocabulary development with our colleagues. So in the in-person training, um, this is our language objective. So you notice we've got content objective and language objective, which we're going to be getting into in this training. So what do I hope to convey? My goal is to convey, convince, at least open some thinking to the idea that thinking and planning language implementation is as important as thinking or planning what content you teach. And we'll come back to this after we go through some of the sections. And I think maybe it'll be more clear what I mean about this. So first thing what we're going to do is we're going to try to say, answer the question of what. What is language? So we're going to listen to very brief and just very briefly uh, touch on uh, Noam Chomsky and a brief overview of the nature of language. Um, we're going to look at the why. Why is language development important in public schools? And to do that, we're going to look at, actually listen to some excerpts from a 1973 Supreme Court case, Lau versus Nichols, which is the foundation for a lot of the, probably the law and the structure of English language learner support and language development in public schools. And then we're going to look at how. How do we do this? So what is language development? Why is it important in schools? And how do we go about doing this? So we're going to talk briefly, briefly about language objectives, how to write them. I'll have a frame for you. We're also going to talk about academic vocabulary program as part of the how. And we're going to go over the six steps for implementation. And to cut some time off, I have cut these out the Freire model in an intensity scale. but So, what is language? So, and I want you to think about this, if you're just watching it by yourself. Think about what do you think language is. So here's our little stem that we're going to use, and I'll be giving time to discuss. So just going to give you a minute to think about what do you think language is. Okay. So now who we're going to hear from is Noam Chomsky. 
if you're not aware of who Noam Chomsky is, he's arguably one of the, I don't know if you'd say most, definitely in the field of linguistics has been one of the most influential linguist. He's called the father of modern linguistics. He's actually, I've heard that he's actually one of the most cited intellectuals. He's incredibly uh, prolific in almost any area of of philosophy and language. Um, So anyway, we're going to hear something very briefly from him. He's giving just sort of an informal thought on what is language and thought. So let's listen to what Professor Chomsky has to say. There are a number of uh, kind of dogmas about language, which I think are being systematically refuted, and they're held by linguists too, I should say, not just in the general public, which are probably false, which I think are being undermined by current research. Uh, This is a minority view. I'm not speaking for the profession. introductory comment said that I'm supposed to be contrarian, so I try to keep to that. Uh, but, uh, for example, one, one general assumption about language, uh, almost a dogma in philosophy, uh, uh, common understanding, uh, linguistics, uh, psychology, is that language is primarily a means of communication and that it evolved as a means of communication. Uh, probably that's totally false. Uh, it seems that language is uh, evolved and is designed as a mode of uh, creating and uh, interpreting thought. It's a system of thought, basically. It can be used to communicate. Uh, everything people do can be used to communicate. You can you communicate by your hairstyle, you know, style of walk, everything. And yes, language can be used to communicate, but it doesn't seem to be part of its design. So we're going to think for a minute and discuss. So this is the quote that I want us to think about. Language is primarily a means of communication. Probably that's totally false. It seems language is designed as a mode of creating and interpreting thought. It is a system of thought, basically. So I just want to think about that, read that, and then if you're with someone, or if you just want to have a conversation with yourself if you're watching this video, you can use these stems to help you get started. I agree with, disagree with Chomsky's view of language because, or if we understand language as a system of thought, not as communication, it means blank for my classroom. I think for me, what stands out and what's different about Chomsky's view of language is you have to understand that he's reactioning. Uh, He is directly in contradiction to a behaviorist view of language development. That is, that we just respond to stimuli. That is, we respond to systems of rewards and punishments. And so that our language is then created through our responding to the environment His view is that language is something that is biologically innate and unique to humans. That is how he's making the distinction between communication and thought, because what distinguishes humans from other animals uh, is that we think 
and that we have language. Sure, other animals communicate, but they don't have a system of thought and language, uh, literature, poetry. I mean, think of those types of things. And so he understands language as something that's innate, um, an innate system uh, that is part of your biology as a human. And so that's what what made me want to pull this out is as educators, we need to think, uh, how does this, if we understand language as a system of thought, not as communication, does that change anything for our planning and implementation of how we understand the use of language in our classroom? Mm-hmm.